So hello to Anna Broms. We are today in your space. In Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for mm -hmm. having me. Thank you. <laughs> We're in Swamelina. Mm -hmm. And this is the second time I'm on an island, I have to say. Really? I was in Harakka once. Ah, I thought so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a very nice trip to go to yeah. an island. Yeah. 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 Um, so you live here and work here? Yes, I live here and I work here. And uh, at the moment my studio is in, in our home or actually I think it's more like a studio with a home. Mm. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, there are those uh, yeah. from Atelier Satyor. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like the yes. same type yeah, of yes. setup? Yes, yes. But so. everything spreads around. Like things are put over there in the living room and... Yeah. What do you do for a person who hasn't met you and doesn't know your art? Uh, well, I make... Um, uh, my language is painting. I've studied painting in free art school, which is a um, color painting school for four years. And then later on I studied um, at the uni arts um, in painting department. Since, I mean, since 2018, I've been approaching painting from more of an environmental point of view like kind of trying to save the material, recycle the material, not to get get uh, too poisoned with the material and uh, yes, yes. So I paint and I make this kind of, I used to make uh, kind of uh, like regular paintings but now they are like more like a expanded painting that they become installations and uh, and then I make moving images, underwater filming, and some kind of sound stuff to come more of a noise, like experimenting. And uh, yeah, that's what I do. And then I write like kind of poetry kind of stuff. That's what I do. Quite wide, <laughs> wide variety yes, of things yes. you do. That's nice. Mm -hmm. um, we are going to see a bit later probably some of your works mm -hmm. uh, because they're interesting and people should see them, I think. Um, but yeah, before that, maybe to bring you back a little bit mm -hmm. from your beginnings. Very beginning. Very beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you become an artist in the first place? Mm. I was what did you do as a kid? Mm. As like, a kid, I was swimming, swimming and drawing. Swimming and drawing. And eating tomato salad. Very, <laughs> yes, that's like, like, oh, yeah. And in the, in, uh, I was like in the woods and I was making uh, this kind of streams, playing with small, small, um, like in the springtime when the, when the snow is uh, melting, mm -hmm. then there is this kind of, you start, you can make this kind of streams uh -huh. With water, and so I was playing a lot with the, with the co tiny cars, and I was drawing. And then, what my mother rem always reminds me of that I was always changing the place of furniture in my room or painting the walls. I was always organizing. That is so interesting. Yeah. You know, when, when I was a kid, my mom would do that, yeah. she would always want to change the position of everything yeah, in the yeah. room. I 
hate it. You hate it, yeah. <laughs> because I always needed yeah, to help with, yeah. with moving the stuff. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, now I'm sometimes having these moments of, oh, I need to change things. Yeah. yeah. I do it quite much. But very often it, it happens to me, like, for example, when putting a studio, because all the time I'm like, you know, changing places in the studio. I was in here for here here for one year and now I'm here. So I kind of go to a space and find the most uncon unconventional way of putting it. And then I look at it and this doesn't work. I mean, this is not practical. And then, okay, we'll put this. <laughs> it's like really regular. And then I'm like, oh my God, what a piece of peace of mind like when things are like settled but <laughs> it is refreshing I think it, it's mm. very refreshing when you move yeah. stuff around and then there's a new setup and like, yeah oh, okay. yeah it's like sort of a new beginning and it's, mm. it's a bit like cleaning mm. yes yes mm. but it's more interesting than cleaning yes very much <laughs> <laughs> okay and then uh, so from the little streams you were making like kind of, in yeah, the, it's hard to like like when the snow melts. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't, and then there is yeah, like uh, then there is sand, and then the water runs in the mm. water runs in the sand, and then I enjoyed very much making these streams. And uh, it reminded uh, me of a Zen garden type of thing. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> true, could be, but it was not that controlled though. It, yeah, or, yeah, or, or maybe yeah. And, uh, and how did you? Did you go to an art school from like a high school already, or was it later? That yeah, I went. Uh, I went to art high school in Savonlinna. There is like a um, what is it called? Um, art high school of music and arts, Savonlinna. Mm. I don't know the proper name in English. And um, I went there, and uh, and later later. I wanted to. I, I wasn't. Uh, I really wanted to become an artist already, but I didn't have the guts, and I was worried about the income, mm. like how to survive as an artist. And uh, and then I went to study in Paris for a makeup artist. So I was working in fashion for Ooh. for five years. Wow! Yes. Yeah, <laughs> a freelancer and a lot of money. <laughs> but that's uh, a nice plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't that fulfilling, and um, of course, it, it was nice. And what then? Yeah. Then uh, later on, uh, I, uh, I. Then you came back to Finland, did you? Or yeah, I was traveling a lot uh, abroad, and uh, and then I came back to Finland, and then I studied um, bachelor of business administration in <laughs> in North Finland. And uh, then, um, then I started studying uh, uh, like adult, um, how do you say, in these adult studies, like... Um, ah, yes. I, um, I think, I mean, I don't know how it is in other countries. In Bulgaria, we don't yeah. have that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, for me, it's a very Finnish yeah, thing. Yeah. Like well, so, we just know. take courses as an adult. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I, uh, and then we uh, we were living in Tampere then, and then then I moved to then we moved to Helsinki, and then I applied for free art school, and then uh, for after free art school I was three years independent artist, and then 
then I applied for uh, Uni Arts. Like how does the business administration fit into all of this? I can see the makeup, mm. how it is connected <coughs> to something mm. creative. Mm. But it gives structure. I wouldn't know how to use the computer if I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but mm. what made you go there? Uh, I didn't know yet what to do. And then, of course, the fact that I had children, I, I wanted to have something. Like, uh -huh, you had kids. That's yeah, yeah. How old are they now? Uh, the, uh, the oldest is 27 and the youngest is 70. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's also pretty brave as an artist to have children, mm. I have mm. found. That's yes, yes. But yeah, I wanted to be an artist and I wanted to be a mother. So... Yeah, which probably shouldn't be in this kind of a situation. Yeah, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, yes. Like one of my favorite artists, Philida Barlow. She had how many kids? Do you know Philida Barlow? She's a sculptor. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, she sure. just, I mean, recently she died. I mean, um, she had five children. Five, goodness. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I have three and yeah, it's a... Three is already goodness in itself. Three is goodness. <laughs> and they are so precious. They are mine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Were you already an artist when you had the kids or were you still... No, but it was before that. Mm. Or when did you start seeing yourself as an artist? Uh, when I graduated from free art school. So it was before Two, that. Yeah, yeah, after that. After, after, after having all my children. Uh -huh. But I was all the time doing... I mean, making art and taking courses and doing with my hands and uh, yeah, experimenting already then. And then, then in the academy you said you studied as well. Mm -hmm. Was it a, like a master's degree or was it bachelor? Master's, master's yes. Master's in painting. Yes, it again. was just, um, due to COVID it took three years, but not, normally it would have been two years, but not many people do it. I mean, I went to so, Alto and I did it in four years, the master's degree. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it, it's a pity and, that it's made so short. And, and it was considered somewhat normal to do it for yeah, four years, yeah, yeah. which is like mm. quite a lot of time. Mm. But of course, it's no, good to. Yeah, four years better. Good. Yeah, I think it's better. Yeah. Because learning takes time and it should be given time. Yeah, and, and then you go there and you see how many possibilities you have. Yeah. And it's difficult to focus on something if mm. you don't have some, mm. like a grand mm. vision of, yeah. of how your art should yeah. go. Yeah. Do you have some other artists in your family? Or? Mm. My father was very, <clears throat> he was very uh, uh, into like aesthetics and he enjoyed everything beautiful and, and, love to do things with his hands and I think it's part of part of the time spent with him that I became an artist because we were like like making uh, floors together and painting stuff and he was always so excited you know to do things together and my mom um, she's um, she she studied uh, piano playing seriously so, but she became an English and German uh, lecturer, I mean, teacher. 
But there was definitely this uh, yeah. side of uh, appreciation, at least. Yeah, appreciation, but, but also they both studied very conventional. Yeah, it's been a risky business and it is, but, but it's, it's something that I love. Mm. Yes, and mm. of course, everything mm. could be a risky business yeah, yeah. in the end. Yeah. It's important to be happy with your life and yeah, how, exactly. how it goes. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah. Just, just being, having an... I, I spoke with somebody yesterday about this. Uh, the, the person who works in, in corporate environment and how mm-hmm. she sees that it's full of people who just go to work for the money and mm. it's like... Mm this is a huge part of your life mm. and then you are this like you don't like your work yeah basically you don't like your waking life yeah yeah and you sleep eight hours and then eight hours yeah. doing something that you don't like it's it shouldn't be like that yeah it shouldn't be yeah yeah so I feel really lucky and what are you, are you working on something at the moment I will have a a private exhibition or an event in uh, Lapinlahti in the Venezia building in July and uh, I'm working on that. What's a private exhibition? Like uh, not a private, sorry, solo exhibition, uh-huh. like not a group, that was a okay, okay, yeah, yeah. R- wrong, wrong expression, yes. In July, okay. In July, yeah. Oh damn it, I'm not gonna be here in July. Mm. That would be nice to see. Well, when mm. does it open? Third uh, of third uh, of uh, July will be an opening event. Okay, there's still quite a lot of time until then. But yeah, yeah. It would be nice to see. Mm. Maybe you can come and see the building. I mean, how I do it because uh, it's a space that I can use so that the things can need to be maybe taken away every now and then because it's in use also the space this kind of uh, they rent it rent it to events but I can use it still yeah but it doesn't matter because I my things are nomadic my sculptures are made for to be you know like my works are can be moved and yeah I I saw on your website this uh, nomadic art Mm. thing I wanted to ask you yeah Uh, what is nomadic art Uh, I think I think for me nomadic art is the, is is changing and I mean changing of place of of state of mental state of of not being uh, kind of put to some certain frames hmm this is a difficult uh, but uh, most of all it's um, it's maybe 2019 when I started my studies uh, I left the in, 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 in painting I left the stretchers so I kind of started making paintings without stretchers mm-hmm. like using the canvas uh, yeah, as if like it's a sheet it's, of paper it's, a, it's like this mm-hmm. so it's moving and it's it can go to any Kind of space and uh, is it changing over time as well or yes it, yes yeah. exactly yeah, sorry I'm hard to explain yeah I can I I some uh, I let the environment 
work on the works. So I kind of, when I say that I work with the, with the environment, it doesn't mean that I describe it or I just let things happen to them and then see what happens and then I maybe continue them and, and uh, uh, it's like um, I think about the. I work on this kind of uh, cotton batiste, and um, and I think about it as a skin. I work with it so that when I, when I take it outside, it becomes has this skin kind of um, qualities. Like it can get wrinkled, it gets wet, it gets frozen. And, and because of certain materials, uh, I can bring it back to life. So it kind of stretches and then it becomes even. And Do you like to uh, exhibit your art outside or do you use this only during the process of making it? Mm, I do. I, I exhibit outside most of the time. Uh -huh. But of course, yeah. I mean, recently I've been doing things outside except for the uni arts thing but uh, there was also works that were underground for two years. We're looking at um, work, I mean part of the work which is not finished yet. It has been outdoors for two years and the air made this. It's a painting, a striped painting, so you can hardly see it anymore but it's, it's done with air, just air. And um, the form comes from from um, this kind of uh, mm, swing, you know, old swing in a in a yard. These ones were outdoors. You can find it in on my Insta page. You can find a video. They were outdoors. I mean, for different periods of time, and I can always like they get all wrinkled and like frozen, and then I can always work them back because of the materials and if you want you can touch them and they have this kind of a bit of a skin feeling and then also a smell of outdoors. This one this is a painting that was under underground in uh, was uh, in Posari um, no Aurigolati some, somewhere there, I mean underground anyway like for in a nature area and the pills are pigments and they are inside uh, inside a gelatin capsule and I've been using gelatin as a as base glue but later I changed to agar agar and this one is this one was so they have been outside behind our sauna and I think about them as old man's trousers that's a very old old painting of mine from the free art school time on the left I have kept this for four years in on King's Island, this ribbon. So nice. Cheers. <laughs> old house. Old we, we are in a very old house, <laughs> yes. so some sounds are just inevitable. Yes. <laughs> the chairs are not from the 18th century. <laughs> Might mm. as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. What are the main themes in your work? Understanding living, maybe, yeah. Yeah, understanding living, understanding life, how to be in this world. Uh, and then also 
Yes, the, where? Yeah. Mm, like 2018, I started to make this environmentally friendly works, and at the same time, I mm, started thinking and reading Marco Rovelli, and I th I think he has a great quote. Um, no, it's uh, yeah, it's his words. He says that world is not a um, collection of uh, objects, it's a, a collection of events. So I, I th started th seeing things more porous and changing mm. and and at the same time my father died. So I was like in this kind of uh, in two worlds in, in a way, like it was mm. like uh, I was expressing those things. But in general, I, I think about light and uh, light and uh, colors in light, like not maybe pigments, even though I use pigments, but I think about like uh, color of a sound. I get these synesthetic things. Mm. So uh, this, yeah, maybe it's about a, mm, like, I'm trying to understand this world, and uh, and I somehow feel that I'm like looking for something that can't be seen with my works. Yeah, when you say colors, uh, that's I'm I'm generally struggling a little bit with colors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, when you read how other living beings see colors it's very different than yeah. what we see yeah and what is colors after all you know because yeah. what we see say okay this is a blue color mm -hmm. then there comes some fly and it's gonna no 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 that is yeah. not blue yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah who, who defines what a color what the color mm. is and also even even within people mm. some wouldn't really see it as yeah true as you would true true and what I like about colors is that, of course, I do like like really like drawing. I do that, but I like colors because they kind of spread. They're like connected, like with the air or with the light. They are like I see them more like mm. as uh, films in the air. Can you can you <laughs> like, like filters? Yeah, exactly. They're like filters. Yes. I haven't thought about them yeah. that way. I started seeing them when I was in free art school and when I like I kind of recognize it. Okay, there is the color there actually is like I because we were like painting from perception. Mm. Like we were supposed to paint what we saw. So one starts to look like more like more carefully, like what does one see actually? Like it's not it doesn't come through the words. It comes through like you know, like if you wouldn't know the like well, isn't that generally what how people are painting? Uh, it yeah, it could be yeah, it could be yes. But the way of seeing it could be that I mean it's like the process of looking at things. Mm. Like we often like look at things like this is a book. But mm. if we didn't know that it, it's a book, we would look at it differently. Mm. Okay. Did you get it? 
No. Somewhat. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. So, um, another example. Like, mm, if you need to draw from perception a, a hand, and then I show you a hand, mm -hmm. and then you have to draw it from there. Yeah. What will you... If you think about the hand or the arm, you would probably start drawing it somehow long or something. But perception is like from like what you see, like without the words. This is how I mm. explained it to myself. Okay. Mm. Like kind of seeing things new. Okay. I'm confusing you. Yes and no. I mean, mm. I kind of understand it. Yeah. It's just maybe a little bit... Yeah, you put it in different words than my drawing teacher would have done. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm so sure. That, that's why I'm like, oh, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, mm, mm, kind of. Yeah, because I remember when I went to free art school, I was like, they were always talking about havainto perception. I was like, what is it? What What is havainto? Like, what really is havainto? What is what you perception? Yeah, you are, you are saying this like without words from perception and then... I remember when I was studying drawing, it was mm -hmm. all about observe, observe, yeah, L learn yeah. to see, but it, which is mm. which is in its core the same thing, yeah, just explained differently, yeah, yeah. yes, follow the form mm. type mm. of thing. Mm. Yeah, but then then maybe, yeah, well, my personal opinion would be like like perception could this uh, this could be totally wrong, but. I think I would include more things to perception than to observing. I'm not sure. This could be also a terminology thing in English. What would you include also? Maybe I would I would include those the maybe your feelings or you know like maybe more about feel well I'm not sure if it's feelings or the environment the like this, like the, the, the thing that everything, like nothing is really like stable, maybe uh, like there is more, how do so I say? So you're drawing something mm -hmm. or painting it mm -hmm. and there is uh, somebody in the other room cooking a very mm -hmm. delicious fish, mm -hmm. would you draw it or paint your object differently than if there was no chef in the other room and you couldn't smell? It could be, it could be, yeah. I mean, at least in my case, because I, I feel that mm. like, I, I, I work very like through body and, uh, and, and what, what I feel like, or what I sense. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sensations. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yeah. Mm. Makes sense. <laughs> as much as it does. As much as it mm. does, yes. Did you have this environmental angle to your work always mm. or did it come at some point mm, it came 2017 16 when i when i was like with my works and working with mdf these painting boards and and uh, and and these all these poisons and uh, i was really tired of using them and and of course, with children, you have to be careful that you don't. I mean, you, you need to be careful with the air and and uh, of course. Mm. But otherwise, also, I think I love animals and I love nature. So 
it has been always there but then there have been moments when I've realized I've gone to places like to visit some some artists and they have this huge huge storage and I'm like oh my god yeah of course I mean I've been pretty lucky to sell quite many paintings of those old, old paintings but and people do sell but it's uh like why these all these objects I mean it's a valid concern obviously mm, because mm. things tend to pile up yeah yeah pretty quickly yeah and of course it's uh so I make this kind of works that that change in the environment and 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 they don't don't like pollute but of course there there are like materials that are good in their duration and in a way also fabric is such compared to paper mm. Mm. like fabric is really durable yes yeah i'm confusing you again <laughs> no no i was just thinking because somehow i i don't know maybe because i never studied painting mm. i have this thing against fabric as yeah, a yeah, material of yes i understand just, yeah just the somehow maybe just the physicality yeah, the, of yeah, the fabric the it's thickness very, the, the coarseness or i understand yeah, there's something about well. fabric yeah. that i am yeah i understand it. that's why i use that kind of very thin thin mm. because i hate like i don't like cotton or i don't i don't like uh linen because it's like it's all linen, linen. especially it's so yeah, rough i mean so i mean horrible so i loved mdf this like yeah like flat board flat board and you can you paint on it and it it like run the paint paint runs and it's it's really it takes everything but then you know well, like with, uh, <laughs> with linen it's like yeah yeah of course I, in mm. the first thing you think about is the classical way to paint on on this mm. thick canvas mm -hmm. that has this mm. grain and mm. Mm. And you can paint on mm. whatever, of course. Mm. You mentioned partly already that you're able to sell many of your paintings. Congratulations! That's Thank you. Amazing. Some, yes. Honestly. Not, not yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you sustain your practice otherwise? Um, yes, uh, I do some side jobs, and I've been lucky to have some uh, uh, grants. And uh, yeah, it's hard, but yeah. somehow. Balancing. Somehow, yes, balancing, yes. Okay. Mm. What kind of side jobs have you had? Well, I've been helping out people with, uh, like, yeah, like taking care of people and, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you, you mentioned before we started this recording about the connections between mm. people, so it's, I guess, yeah 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 it's, it's yeah. there it's yeah there. yeah yeah yes yes generally yes i forgot what i was going to say good <laughs> your turn because good thanks okay thinking about these connections do you involve other people in your work your mm. friends or colleagues or mm. family mm. you mean in the process of making it Oh yes, 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 yes. I talk with people. Yes, 
that you talk with them that's how you yeah, yeah mm, I talk with them I show them and I talk uh, and I ask them and and I kind of share things a lot because I somehow feel that when someone else shares with me I think I you know I want to share because I also know that if I share I get more mm. I mean somehow the yeah, I mean, yeah, thing develops. Yeah, yeah things develop and mm. there is always more points of view and and then there is this uh, group you work with or Subaru sisters Subaru yeah. sisters yes yes, yes. Miri Mari Vauruinen she studies in in the doctoral studies in uni arts so she wanted to make this recreational painting club or you know like not club but you know like mm. so we made um, uh, an exhibition in, in together at UniArts and uh, kind of we made the exhibition so that we would learn to know each other. Which is kind of that connection yes. element. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yes, very much. Yes. And uh, otherwise, how would I involve? Yes, I I been part of Huto Artist since 2018. Okay. And uh, and then at HIAP and Are you still working with the Subaru sisters? Yes, we will go on. Yes, we will. How did that name come to be, Subaru Sisters? It's it. Uh, I don't know. Linda Rochier was was one of those. Uh, I mean, it came from her first uh, Subaru. She thought. has a Subaru car, or <laughs> it it comes from stars. There's uh, like seven seven stars. This, okay. There is uh, like a Subaru, uh, if I remember it right. So it's like this kind of um, seven seven stars. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yes. Okay. I didn't and it somehow means maybe unity or something with Subaru. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Subaru sisters. <laughs> now I understand why the logo of the car brand is like that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was also there with the stars. stars. Mm. Yeah. Everything makes sense. Just, mm. just to know yeah. some pieces of information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think it's so kind of funny and like sisters and. I think this kind of sisterhood is very much needed. I, isn't it a thing, especially lately, this sisterhood mm. topic in mm. the arts mm. and mm. women artists yeah. gathering together? Yeah. yeah, it's about time. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's really needed. Yeah, like when I graduated from high school, I don't think I would have made. I couldn't have done it. Uh, like in painting, I couldn't have worked with that in that environment because it, painters were men and uh, mm. yeah and i think now it's a good time to kind of uh, in my life to deal with this femininity things and like more feminine stuff and be, be who one is but you kept working even though the, that was the environment well, I didn't. I well, I didn't pursue like painting career straight away after after high school. So, mm. ah, you mean in that? In yeah, those years? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That uh, like long ago. But I was still, you know, like finding my way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's not always a straight line, the path yeah, of a person. Yeah. 
It rarely is actually, I think. Yeah, and I think it has, it does have a value that one has seen quite much in life. If we bring the social element, this mm -hmm. kind of a connecting with others mm -hmm. to the to the social media, do you use it for somehow for your? I use it very much. I use like really a lot Instagram, and but but I was thinking like, why do I use it so much? It's also <laughs> it's because I was able to delete all the delete all the pictures from my web pages. So, so I started to put my works in Instagram and then making these, you know, for applications. But did you do it on purpose or what happened? No, no, accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. I was like, okay, someone who knows how to do it could have connected them. But then I said, okay, I make new web pages. Huh. That's a... Uh interesting approach to, yeah, to it yeah, yeah. and that's why i have like two instagram pages so i kind of i was gonna ask yeah, you about yeah, that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like broms anna is like my kind of personal but i've taken away the very personal things from there but then i wanted to have the nomadic art like kind of start all over again so do you manage to really pay attention to both accounts yeah it's easy yeah it's easy is it? You can post like at the same time, the same image and te text there. There is a, mm. a system. But yeah. So you post the same things. Why do you have two accounts then if you post the same thing? Yeah, I do, I, I do it. I have this um, Anna, uh, Broms Anna because most of the, um, I mean, where I applied money from, for example, they know only that address. So with the time, I'll. Mm. Mm. So you want to move towards the nomadic art yeah. more. So do you have some <coughs> specific routines that you do when you start working? When you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. When I come to a workspace, I have certain things have to be like yeah, yeah. I think it's more like um, being in a space. I need to be very like in a certain way and I might do yoga or meditation or and then then start working but I somehow I think I'm working kind of all the time and I kind of collect things from everywhere uh, like impressions and thoughts I mean that's the case of every artist I suppose and uh, but I think that I work kind of all all the time and uh, and like I said this is more like a this is more like a studio with a home than home with a studio. So I like <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it seems like it might become overwhelming to just be in your studio all the yes, time. Yes, yes, absolutely. No, no. Yeah, yeah. And then I, uh, yeah. At least, at least you have the room so you can close yeah. the door. Yeah, I can close the door. Too much. Yes, I can close the door and... Uh, have you had before some studio which is not in your own yes, space? Yes, I had. Yeah, in Hiap I was for one year. And then I have, uh, even now I have a studio in Meritorni, um, um, but I sub it. Yes. Is it the right Meritorni, yeah. Yeah, 
it's the Grey Gardens community? Mm. Or it's, yeah, it's, it's, on, it's not in the community, but I know many people from there. But yeah. I have the on the second floor in the in the in the in the taller building. Yes, in the tall building. It's really cute. It's really there like, are many people there. I yeah. think also outside of Great Gardens mm. that have. I mean, it's a giant building, of course. Yeah, and it's amazing what they've done. This you know, like um, exhibitions downstairs in the cara in the garage, and there there was some happening there. Oh. I, I I'm so excited about that kind of stuff. That you know, like people enter places and take them as their own and see beauty in everywhere. I didn't know about that. Yeah. But do they do it like occasionally or was it just one? I one just thing? noticed my friend um, Aino Lintunen, if I understood it correctly, was part of Maybe I mixed, mixed up. Sorry Aino, but you do work, great work, but someone else at least put there because she, Aino has my studio now in uh, and before before Meritorni, I was in where was I? I was in Ruoholahti, and then I was in Juniors, and then before that, well, many all the time on the move, nomadic art. Yeah, yes. I noticed myself that I have been moving almost once a year. Yes, <laughs> it's so. It, I don't know what it is. I know I know people who find a room and stay there for like. Yes, and almost yes. ten years or something. Yeah, but, yeah. it has a value for sure. But uh, I like this thing, even though, even though I have a, I have a storage, and this room is full of stuff. I would love to have this kind of light way of living. More minimalist. Yeah. And what would be my routine too? Um, well, my routine would be probably that that there are not many routines, but there are just some like I have to have this kind of certain mindset that mm. so I can well I can work anywhere when I get that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So in that sense, you could say that an artist doesn't really need a studio. Not necessarily. Just yeah, some space. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> before everything, the mental space like this, you know. Mm. Mm. But maybe we can talk about this one since we're in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, how big is it? I think it's about thirty square meters. Is it? Am I exaggerating? I feel like it might be even more. Yeah, okay. it, it could be. be. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Very spacious. It's re and it's. Uh, I love the high ceiling. At Hiab there was also a high ceiling in my space, and that's maybe the best. I mean, I don't need that much space, but I need a high ceiling. It's just high ceiling uplifting. really feels good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The like how to make budget budget um, boxes, paint them white, the banana boxes, and then there are. Um, um, and of course now my my like I noticed like there on the mm, on the shelves there's like on the left there are like old things like old kind of working and then it's coming like to the new stuff and all the time more electronics and all the time like more electronics that is interesting yes. I didn't know you were yes doing now stuff I, with electronics yeah, yeah well I went to this lovely course at Anita Seura last weekend. Ah, and with Anna. 
Mm-hmm. Or who was or Marco? Marco. Ah, their episodes. Ah, he's lovely. Yeah, they're like, yeah, and it was such a good group. Like, I mean, that's another like kind of doing things together. What mm. an example! I mean, so beautiful sharing and like everyone gets inspired and no one is kind of holding back and it's like it's like a shared reality like mm. this kind of and um, do you know if they're doing them regularly or? I think they will do I think and we we asked for this kind of advanced course from this like like basics but advanced yes but I, Arduino. I think they, yes, yeah, they were. Yeah, Arduino yeah so I bought this Arduino now and I'm all ex- I'm so excited about it because I because I've been doing this works with uh, with these skin like paintings I add to them this kind of uh, very fragile uh, metal metal things and so, and I made them with uh, with um, contact uh, mic uh, not what is it called? No, oh, I lost it. But anyway, I made them shake those mm. those vibration work. Yes, yes, yes. They are this. Well, it comes. Sorry, audience. Um, uh, so I'm really into making my works more interactive. Like, for example, in the corner there is this long tube. There's that one when I was in Hiap, <coughs> I put it. And because it's environmentally friendly, I put it underwater in five separate days and I was filming it underwater and then there was the sound. Yeah. So I, uh, from that moving image, I took the sound and put it to that um, contact loudspeaker or exciter, whatever it is. So then the, the movement created the sound and then the sound creates movement. So that's my mm. movement, sound movement. I use works again. Mm. Yeah, I, I've, I've used Arduinos in some light related works. Uh, I'm I, not that great with sound, I have to admit. I'm, me neither, I just make noise. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I get excited about like very random noises. Not that much about, yeah, I love music, but not that much like, I mean, it has, it has to be somehow everyday sound. Yeah, and Arduinos you can reuse for different projects as well. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's... Mm. I remember when I was in free art school, I was telling to one lecturer that I would really like to go inside that painting. I was like, I want to go. And, and then the teacher was like, yeah, but Anna, you are here. Ooh. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm here. But then I was like, when I was doing the, all these things and making these like multiple projections, I was like, okay, I am here. I'm inside the painting because my language is of painting. So even mm. if I use something else, it's I still call it painting related. Yeah, where is the edge of painting mm. in that sense? Mm. Where does painting end and mm. something else begin? Mm. I think I think for me it stays always as Everything a painting. painting. Yeah, and like uh, in arts, I get excited about um, performance art, but I see it as a painter. 
because I, I see, I, I kind of read those thoughts behind them as a painter. Yeah, like mm. okay, I can I can relate to that that idea, and I can yeah. Mm. So your painter identity is very strong. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I yeah I love I love uh, performance art. I really. Have you done any performance? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, I think I'm too shy for it. But I think in a way, like open studios, but I'm, I think I'm going to do that kind of stuff too. That like very normal doing as a performance. Mm. I haven't done any performance mm. myself. And I don't see myself how I would ever do that. Mm. Mm. But there are people who are super good at it. Mm. Of course. Um, do you often visit exhibitions? I do. I do, but not enough. Yeah. Uh, what is enough? <laughs> yeah, what is enough? Mm, yeah, I always, when I see someone, someone going to exhibitions, and I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you that I've seen at least something, because I couldn't make it this time. But I, I, I do go, and, uh, but not enough, yeah. Where do you usually go? Are there some specific places you um, go? Mm, I like exhibitions at Sinne, and then I like Oksasenkatu exhibitions. I mean, I mean in general. Mm. And then I go to Anhava Contemporary. Uh, Sik, I went, but not to the first one, not to the new one. I haven't been there yet. Sorry, sorry. I should have gone. And uh, where else? And open studios I go, and of course if a friend has an exhibition. And, and then I go to Kiasma, and uh, when my friends come from abroad, I go to Ateneum with them, and uh, uh, yeah, Kiasma, and, uh, and Emma I go to. And I went to... Em Emma is so nice, but it's, it's so far. It's so also. far, yeah. Yeah, they really do great job with mm, the yeah. program. Mm. Yeah, artsy. I haven't been to that one. Yeah, it's ever. nice. It's, it's a, I, I went once. Uh, it, there was this uh, home exhibition. There were some of my friends were there. I think it was really cute because it was so small. The space. There was something really intimate about it. Homey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are some artists that you follow their work or get inspired mm. by? Kathy Wilkes. Kathy Wilkes, she's... Yeah, I, I love her. Do you know Kathy Wilkes? I will soon. Yeah, okay, <laughs> great. She was in Venice in 2019. And she had those... She has this language of uh, somehow this kind of uh, um, language beautiful language of uh, mm, melancholy and she has really beautiful things she has worked on and then Philida Barlow who is a mm, was a sculptor Vivian Souter Swiss-Argentinian artist oh I would need that in yeah. writing <laughs> yes I will give you and then uh, Liu Fan uh, and uh, Monoha, and then Nina Canel. She says that sculpture can be anything. 
and that's very inspired. Pippi Lotrist. And then, of course, Nina Roos from Finland, and I mean, many colleagues. And uh, mm, yeah, and more and more, I would like to learn about like, like Far East, Far East female artists. Mm. Mm, yeah. In my very old, like, second episode of this podcast, uh, my guest was Alison Wicklund, okay. who has been this traveling aficionado, uh, enthusiast, artist, who has, is always going somewhere. She, uh, she has been a lot to the Far East. Okay. She works with uh, painting as well and, and yeah. inks a lot. Yeah. That might be interesting to you too. I, I will. I will. Although she, her. I don't, I don't know if she mentioned specifically female yeah. artists, but yeah, the Far East is yeah. something that I connect with her. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I really want to go there. I, I applied for a, for a residence in in South Korea, but unfortunately didn't get. But yeah, you have to apply again. I will. I will apply. Rejection will is wait. an everyday yeah, yes, uh, yes, exercise. So know? used to it. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a choice. I mean, yeah, yeah Far East, I would like to go. Mm. What other places are inspiring for you? Islands. Like, I would like to go to uh, Iceland. Fair, fair, how do you say the Faroe? Oh, in English, how do you pronounce it? Faroe. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. That. Yeah, that. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would like to go to Japan. I haven't been there yet. Mm. 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 Yeah, I think yeah, islands. Yeah, all the world is an island, actually. I mean, <laughs> I mean well, technically in the city. Yeah, in the city. And Australia, I would like to go, of course. Yeah. Australia is one place yeah. I would really love to yeah. go also. Yeah. yeah. It's just so far away. It's very far. Yeah. I, I recently met somebody from Australia and they said that it was... It could be a 40-hour flight yes. to get there. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty insane yeah. amount of time. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much it. I don't have any more questions in my list. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope I was... Un I mean, people understood me or... I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Let's see, yeah. Thank you for this talk and good luck with the exhibition in Lapinlahti. Yeah, thank you. A few months thank from you. now. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Leda, for coming. It was really nice. It's been yeah. very nice.